0: Hi, this is the Social Jello with Angelo Show. My name's Angelo. I'm a social scientist, surfer, martial artist, and a whole lot of other things. Coming to you live from Kasai City, Japan, the Social Jello with Angelo Show. What's up? And thank you for checking out Social Jello with Angelo. Today I interview Magdiel Rivera. Magdiel Rivera is a kajukenbo practitioner and a black belt in Aiki jujitsu. And also, he messes around a lot of different types of stuff. I don't want to give away any surprises. It was a great interview. I hope you enjoy it. He does a little bit of a critical analysis of Kaju Kembo and he also wanted to make it very clear that he is not a Kaju Kimbo black belt. But I still put it in the Kaju Kimbo series because the conversation is very Kaju Kimbo oriented. <laughs> I hope you enjoy the show. And here we go. You got represent- so, I'm here with Magdiel Rivera, and uh, what's up, man? Thanks for being on the show. Well, thank you for having me, bro. I'm um, happy to be here and be and being part of history. You're making history, my friend. <laughs> I, I wouldn't go that far, but I, I'm happy I'm, I'm able to do something. <laughs> Better than sitting on my ass, that's what I say. <laughs> well, you know, you're doing, uh, you're doing a lot more for the
1: community than a lot of the... Uh, people that should know better you know um uh, we have a lot of people grandmaster big bells that are just too comfortable you know they're getting their their tummies getting big and they're not doing anything so i appreciate people that are approachable
0: you know and i just want to say thank you for having me ah no problem thanks again for for you know getting on the show and you know putting getting your plans together and making it happen i appreciate that so we were talking a little bit uh, about a week ago about the show, getting it together, some topics you wanted to talk about. And one of the things you mentioned to me is uh, you came from a few different martial arts backgrounds. And I kind of wanted to dive into that with you real quick. What, yeah, martial uh, art, what martial art did you start off with?
1: Well, actually, you know, it's funny that you mentioned that because... Um, I started uh, Caillou Campbell before became Caillou Campbell. Now everybody's really proud of being Caillou Campbell, but uh, you know, I trained Caillou Campbell uh, the old school way. Uh, I trained Caillou Campbell, you know, the the old fashioned way and, okay, there we go. We're having some connection. I started uh, training Caillou Campbell around 90, Four ninety-five, old school Caillou Campbell, and you know it's funny because uh, I trained from ninety-four to '01, and I was able just to accomplish a purple belt at that time. Why? Because at that time, you know, uh, uh, being a black belt is it was in a way it's irrelevant, but not getting your ass kicked it was my, even more relevant, right? So. <laughs> So, uh, that's, uh, so I started in the 1994 with the uh, with Sherry Ortega. I know that a couple months ago, a couple weeks ago, you interviewed uh, Nathaniel Ortega. So yes, uh, so I trained a little bit with them. And then on 01, I came to the States. And then uh, every year, every time I get a chance, I will go visit him. And and then I've just been doing a lot of cross training since I came to the States. I have cross training with Dudo. Uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and, you know, um, it's been a pretty interesting journey just because, um, you know, when 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 the only thing that you knew in Puerto Rico was, it was, oh, my goodness, Cayo Kimbo is the best thing ever. Oh, my God. You know, this is the the, 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 the environment that, the, the, that I was raised in the martial arts. I never practiced anything else because of, you know, financial situation and all that stuff. I cannot afford it. Until I went to college right so 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 it was the best thing uh, it was the best thing ever uh, Campbell. this is that what what, what what you know you you breathe Caillou Campbell. you know at that time we were trained four or five times a week uh, we would get bloody I don't know how you train your Caillou Kembo but back in the day you know that front kick would make those cups just just clap <laughs> you know you know I don't know how we do this do. I don't know. We do that now, but back in the day, you would throw that front kick and you would just drop that front kick. And then not only that is that like you, you better stay there when it's your turn to take that front kick.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that's uh that that's how you're supposed to do it. Uh, not well. That's like you said, it's old school. I came from the same thing. So like, if if you're listening for this, you come from another chemical school. You don't do it that way anymore. I'm not criticizing that. But yeah, that's how that's how I was brought into it. So <laughs> that's what I was used to. My Our uh, our instructor used to do cup checks. And if you forgot to wear your cup, uh, you're going to get checked either way. Uh, we, learned, <laughs> we learned real quick. Don't forget your cup. And don't forget to put it on before class. Yes, sir.
1: <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. So so uh, so for me, uh, after I came to the state, I was able to cross in a little bit with judo and, and jiu-jitsu. And then mainly within the last couple of years, I've just been – uh training mainly aiki jiu-jitsu and and his rima and the fun fact is that i don't i'm not a, a baa practitioner i'm not saying that i like the ground but it's funny the way that i see jiu-jitsu is that you should be able to see use it from any position um so it doesn't matter if you're standing you should be able to have a good jujitsu standing if you're on the floor use it but i'm just a little sketchy or picky because i don't like the floor too much i leave i live in Phoenix, arizona i guess 100 degree 113 Go to the go to the floors that hot I, I don't know you know so i got my i i, I like grappling
0: i love grappling but I have my question when it's too hot and stuff like that. But I mean, grappling on a mat and grappling on the, on a sidewalk or asphalt are two different, complete different things, right?
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, uh, so it's, so I have my, so I have my, my share of fun with some of the BJ guys that, uh, you know, you do BJJ, but I do, uh, dirty BJJ or dirty, uh, Gigi. I will pull your ear. I will, you know, I'll grab you by the nuts. You know, here I was talking to a friend of mine that he's an old BJJ guy and, 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 and BJJ is great, but they have lost. They're so commercialized that a lot of the old school compared to the new schoolers,
0: a lot of things has changed. So let me put it that way. It has. Um, it's funny that you mention it because that's one of the things that, uh, like, if you and I look, I'm not before we even go into this subject. Look, I'm not criticizing BJJ um, as it stands right now. I've been doing submission grappling for three years, only grappling, and oh no, four, five, no more. I've been doing submission grappling for seven years now. I've been doing formal gi Brazilian jiu-jitsu. For the last two years, I hold a blue belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and then I've been started doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu through Gracie, through the Gracie Barra school. I started doing that about 15 years ago. I went into my first class. So um, again, I'm not big on rank. I just train in it. But just before we go, we go in there. I just want to let you know that I love Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu for the sport and the art that it is. But if you talk to some of the people that do. I mean, even in the last 15, I haven't been in it all that long. I've only been in it for about 15 years and I've seen a change. Uh, from, from when I walked in, it was very self-defense oriented. Um, and a lot of the things were like, hey, if a guy punches you here, you, you block this way, you go that way. Well, as time went by, I came back, when I came back to the, to, to in Japan, I'm in Japan and I'm doing, went back to Gracie Barra in Japan. I feel like now the focus has become more sport Which, I mean, again, they had to do what they had to do for marketing. But it's become more sport. And they're they're really emphasized on the rules of the sport to win competitions and whatnot. And I guess the same can be said about even Kajikembo, right? Like some Kajikembo schools start focusing more on the point sparring. And it becomes more of a sport. And they kind of go away from the self-defense part of that system. Yeah, Nothing – no, just an analysis. Nothing. I'm not criticizing either no, approach, but don't, don't don't get me wrong. I will I will say that probably BJJ is one
1: of the best, or maybe the best martial art out there. I just there's just some things that I not necessarily like, but I agree with you. You know, they're probably one of the best. But I have other thing. But going back to Kyokushin, right? Because that's what we're here for. <laughs> uh, so for me, um, uh, lately, Kyokushin means you know, you heard the term going back to the roots. A lot of people think about, oh, Seijo and see, C- and, and don't get me wrong, Seijo is the, is the founder of the system. But for me, going back to your root, it's not exactly going back to Seijo's teaching. It's going back to the, the those kanji that means karate. That means that you, 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 you know, it. it if your dojo is not strong in karate, just go to meet cross uh, crosslink with a karate guy. Spend some time on, on, on working on the karate, and then if, if you're not strong in the judo ju part, take some time in cross and, and do some judo and jujitsu, and then take some time and if you're not strong in, in in Chinese boxing and boxing, put your time. In, in the different art because a lot of time you you go to some of the schools you only see one kanye or two expression of the art what what happened to the other ones you know so 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 when, when about going back to the roots is that it's more it, well without respect to everybody else but that's how i foresee Caillou Campbell and going back to the roots uh, you know, this is just my observation because, uh, uh going back to the root, uh, you know, they, they always refer to CEO and, and his mentality, but for me is going back to the roots is understanding each expression and be able to show it, to teach it and understand it because the problem then too not only we, we talk about what's going on with you today, but the other problem too, is that lately, I, I don't know, here's a curveball we have a lot of copy paste people copy paste meaning there's no you you see them working there's no essence there's nothing there's no flavor and i'm and you looking i'm like if you are a foot or second degree and you look like a like a purple bell moving you know there's no essence and and what they're doing there's no flavor there's no and and i'm been having a little bit of a hard time always sitting in a way because copy paste, you just learned the art of Kaju Kembo, but what is, Kaju Kembo has a lot of concept in there. So I see a lot of people copy paste. they learn the system and, and, and you know, they keep working and teaching the same system 20 years ago. When there's a lot of information there that if you really look into it and, and, and I'm, okay, you learned the technique, but well, what is the real concept behind the technique? That's what I'm talking about.
0: And it's interesting that you mention it because um, I recently got a uh, shout-out to uh, to GM, uh, Gary Forback. I recently got the f- complete original DVD series that was put together and approved by Cizho. And it's really, it's like 10 volumes of a bunch of techniques. Like, way more than, like I think I, I could, I, way more than, than I've seen taught that I've seen taught from maybe multiple schools. And it makes me realize that like, a, there was just so much covered even back then that has been lost into now because of whatever direction that people go into. And again, it's not criticizing it. I think that's the beautiful part about Kaju is that they don't lock you in to being one thing. But, I mean, from there you do what you, what you want to do. And for some people, maybe the easier route is just to keep doing the same thing they were already doing not criticizing that that's just what they do but i kind of want to go back in your story real quick you were saying that you yeah. did kajukenbo from the from 92 93 to about uh early 2000s oh 01. one and then you came to the states and you started doing judo so i guess my first question because like people that listen to this podcast not all of them do martial arts like maybe if you've been following it this might be the first one they ever heard of and they don't know what Kembo is and it's a hawaiian martial art you should google it but um if this is the kind of person that's just listening to it, doesn't really know martial arts that much. What was one of the differences you saw when you went into judo, going from Kaju Kembo into judo, what were some of the big differences you saw between the two arts? Uh, it's it Just that uh, for me, for me, uh, I'm a, I'm
1: a, I'm a grappler by nature. Okay. So I will pick you up and just, and just slam you. Okay. I'm done. I'll just, let me just go home. You know, I'm done. You know, i i like that mentality i you know caveman mentality you know uh, you know exchanging punches you know i'm not gonna mess up this pretty face bro i will grab you i will get, and i will slam in the floor and i walk away so so I, I i have a strong tendency with wrestling so judo always came natural to me uh catch wrestling you know back back home in puerto rico guess what when you're growing up it's not you just go to the beach there's not you know you spend the whole day hungry drinking salt water and and and, and just wrestling in all days you know so you are you you have that sense you know the the that's why the island boys and people there that, that grow around the beach and stuff like that their mentality is, is different we spend the whole day without eating just swimming and whatever so so the, so the nicest thing for me is that uh um, i didn't see it a lot of difference because uh, you know uh, I can adapt. Like uh, throughout the year, I learned how to adapt my uh, to uh, uh, judo, kempo, boxing, uh, whatever. It is that uh, understanding those concepts? i um, if I'm inspiring you and you good kicking, I will start wrestling just to mess with you. If you are good, if you are good, so I'm. So I, I take advantage of the style to 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 pick to pick on you to pick on you to see to see uh, uh what you got what you got you know to to in a good way because at the end of the day sparring is just to to to, to, to get close to the real thing so I always enjoy the mix and match pretend that you're gonna grab them and kick them pretend to even by you know it, it's all about that, that that mental game when you uh, are gonna do the setup so for me it was it was, uh, interesting, uh, training to call Campbell. Let start cross training with judo. I'm not a judo practitioner and I'm not saying that I did horrible, but I did, eh, you know, I, I, I didn't, I sucked, but it but didn't suck as much. Right. And, and I find out that, uh, the, that cross training just brought a little of my game up. Uh, and then what is funny is that the, uh, the japanese jujitsu that i that i learned i was able to use it on the floor and i and and, and like i said i'm not saying that i'm an expert but at least i can get myself out of
0: of a of a tight spot right and kind of going back i should have asked you this first what originally made you want to start training in martial arts um, you know, uh, a good question.
1: I think uh, I never told nobody this, but you. I think you're gonna be the. the I'm gonna be like the version the girl telling you the first time, the first time, how I started. So, um, I remember I was like five years old. I was at church, and I sneak out, and there was a there was a Taekwondo uh, dojo. So so I will sneak out of church and go to that place and just sit there. And then I was like just just. You know, my, this is what this is what I want to do. This is what I want to do. And then, you know, uh, my uncle uh, He's uh ex-military and all that I started learning hand to hand. Oh, well, I, here we go So uh, I started learning hand-to-hand combat so that Jiu-jitsu felt a little different from the Sport, so I learned a little bit. Uh, I got mixed up with some people uh, between the, uh, Junior high and the high Uh, High school and uh, I did a little bit of uh, hand-to-hand combat that actually I never it's like fight club. I Never talked about this. I uh, Actually, I'm the first uh, you're the first person. I'm telling you (laughs) I'm telling this just to just uh, that's how I am I I did uh, I did some hand-to-hand combat and We do a lot of the training at the beach and stuff like that. That's really how my uh, a grappling experience started with some military guys. That uh, long story short, um, I learned what I learned and and
0: just applicable stuff. Nice. And then you you mentioned wrestling. Did you wrestle in high school? Not in Puerto Rico. There's no there's no wrestling. There's no wrestling program. Oh yeah, yeah, not Puerto Rico, man. So, so guess,
1: so guess what we're doing at the break? We're, st- we're still going to wrestle. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> we,
1: we don't have an official program, but at, at lunch we will we will we will match, and you know have to play around, and horse around, and you know until somebody gets
0: hurt or it's time <laughs> to go back to class. Cool. So you did the you you did some hand to hand combat with uh, with some military guys. And then you got into Kaju Kembo, you did some Judo, and um, you found you were able to apply what you learned in Kaju Kembo and the Judo. Once you went from Judo, how did you tra- end up transitioning into Eskrima? How did that happen? Well,
1: uh, here, uh, going back to uh, going back to uh, how we talked about Brazilian and Kaju Kembo, here, here's my question to you. Who is in charge
0: of your security? One more, whoa, 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 I'm sorry. Whoa, my security? Yeah. Okay. Who's in charge of your security? Uh, well, I, my, my answer is I, I'm in charge of my own security. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> that is correct. So so the, the way that I see it, uh Kimber
1: is great, uh, you know, in within those five hours, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is great, judo is great, hand-to-hand commerce is great, but there's an aspect that I'm going to bring to you now that, it, a lot of people doesn't talk about it is knife is always meant to be felt so I have this this, this thing about doesn't matter where you go you can get access to a knife and, and the problem is that the way that I see it is that uh, we, we put so much effort on the regular curriculum and that's fine don't get me wrong and, and all this stuff, but for the most time, you're going to feel the knife before you can see it. So there was a point in my life, uh, you know, over 10 years ago that I realized, you know, Covey Kimber's great, Judah's great, all this stuff is great, but how I can deal, how I can deal, the same thing with Brazilian, how I can deal to at least uh, I can transition or at least run. So, so so all this stuff got me always my mind. always running. I'm, I'm the guy to go eat and I was I'll see in a corner looking at the door, you know, and then, and, 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 you know, just yes, I'm in charge of my family security. Right. I'm in charge of my family security. So uh, I don't take my safety for granted okay so so yes you is great but level the level of awareness uh, being being the gray man being the being able to 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 okay we practice all this stuff but when we go out are you checking your sex are you are you checking your surroundings i don't know hand but you know here in the states anything can go from uh, from zero to hundred in, in no time so i'm always try try to be um I, somewhat aware just because my because here's the, here's the here's my thought i need to try to be somewhat ready all the time so every time i go out i'm like i'm always i'm always tracking because the thing is if if i get hurt i'm okay but you know how much it's gonna suck that your spouse or your kid get get hurt, and you and you and and you and, and all this stuff didn't didn't help you, you know. So so that's why I started uh, dealing with the knives. And, and and the thing is, the screaming stick moves really quick, so it, it develops your eyes. So so I, I admire I admire you that you put a lot of effort on, on what you do and, and, and you, you put put the work. Uh, but I put the work on a little on the knife portion and the schema portion because the language the language of the knife is just a little different my friend
0: and what I was going to say the um, if you can real quick i I, I forgot I, i'm I'm saying a scream as if people know what it is. Would you mind telling my viewers and listeners what a screamer is uh, where it came from and what it's uh, you're already kind of insinuating what the focus is on, but if you can kind of talk about what the style's all about, would you mind sharing? Well, with
1: well, uh, 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 Filipino martial art. Uh, they call it Srima, Kali, uh, Baton, uh, Scream Baton, and Arnis. That pretty much the three uh, the the three main uh, arts. The reality is a uh, uh, Srima, Kali, and Arnis. It comes from the uh, Spanish fencing. So at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you call it. We only have two hands, two legs. It doesn't matter how, how much you want to pimp it. There's so much that you can do. You know, you have, you have the asterisk and all that. And, you know, we all move pretty much the same. We just move. Some people move a little quicker than others, but the la- lines and, you know, movements, for the most part, everything's pretty much the same.
0: And how long have you been doing a
1: Screamer now? I'm being, uh, well, I'm, I started with, uh, with, uh, my guru, Michael Buds from the Pueblas Cada Anon. I start with him, well, my goodness, 2013. Right. 2013. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, I'm almost there in decade. So my introduction to a scream, I grab a stick and go that day i finished my training i look like a freaking Sierra, dude all freaking head <laughs> all over the the place so 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 get but but guess what the, the mentality that you that i was starting call you remember the old school the hardest i didn't back out so at the end of the day you know what uh uh, uh I don't know if that was a test or not, but I hang in there, I went home and I'm like, geez, dude, I I, <laughs> I look like a freaking zebra. That was my introduction to On My hands, they were like swollen a bit because I got hit, I got hit on my hand and I didn't let go and, you know, and, and stuff like that. So I don't know, uh, I cannot talk about other people, I can just talk about myself, um, I, 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 uh, I train under Michael Bus, the uh, de Esquima. Uh, let me let me give, let me backtrack. I do uh, I work uh, O.K.O. Uh, with uh, with uh, Jason Groff and uh, uh, Chief for Dennis, and then I I work with uh, with Cayo uh, Kimberly Watu from Puerto Rico. I got I work with Seafool now, and let me and let me talk to you about Seafool now. Um in a way i didn't i didn't want to practice caillou to be honest with you because in a way you you're in a point that ah uh, you know uh same old stuff in a way right without respect right in a way you know but but this guy the way that he he brought Caillou you back to me and don't get me wrong i like Caillou, but in a way i didn't want to commit to just anybody you follow me and i not anybody i don't want to follow just anybody so i end up uh okay, oh, is just a long story short it it just happened by happy accident but for uh for, Iguatu, for means warrior. so one of the things that uh that uh we w- he brings uh, to what i needed is that throughout the years i become just lazy uh i just become in a way a uh the technical guy, right, because, you know, I'm I'm getting older, I, you know, uh, so this guy, uh, uh, his mentality, the way that he see, things, uh, uh, helped me kind of, uh, go find my old self with the old, old school training. So he's still training the old school way. And then there's a lot of stuff that, Yes, we're going to have techniques, but there's a lot of concept that if you learn concept, you can use it in karate. You can use it in judo. You can use it in boxing or whatever. It doesn't matter because if you have a concept, you can put it wherever you want. Uh, On the other end, if you only learn a technique, you only have a technique. But if you have a concept, you have how many how many techniques? Tons, tons of techniques. So, so just going back to right, a Shout out to those guys. OKO, Kavikemiguatu, and then, uh, and then of course my screamer guys. Uh, you know, they're, uh It's been a pretty interesting journey, and in the screamer portion, just because the the stick is really quick. Uh, it's really hard to to just address the stick. It's something that um, it's not bad or worse. A lot of people they don't like to stick people. Well, you're not gonna be walking with a stick around here or whatever. I say, well, okay, that's that's your perception, but but remember, a branch, a hammer.
0: <sighs> yeah, no, that, that's you can use what, all that. my um. What got me into Kahju Kembo was I met a Kahju Kembo guy and that ended up becoming my seafood and I asked him, "What's what's Kahju Kembo Because like at that point in my life. I read a lot about martial arts, and I never heard of him Kembo. and um he told me, You see that branch? you see that tree over there? I'm like, yeah, I could rip a branch off that tree and whoop your ass with it <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I started laughing I started laughing he, he but then like I realized he he wasn't joking around like he was serious, and so I went to go check it out and um his background he also had he also loved my seafood liked it, loved to scream as well, so like again. One of the things that I really love about kempo, and the kempo that I got in, that I was fortunate enough to start off with, was it goes off of that acronym we always talk about. The karate, the judo, the kenpo kung fu, the boxing, kickboxing, and the jiu-jitsu. And what kind of happens also is if you have someone who's really connected to the roots of kempo, you'll end up with a screamer as well. In the self-defense, you're going to end up with stuff to how to use knife, how to use club, how to use a hatan how to improvise for weapons. My instructor loved um, just multiple weapons, man. He'd always just tell us, pick a weapon, I'll show you how to use it. So like, we had guys that loved knife. We had guys who loved clubs. We had guys who loved three-sectional Kung Fu staff, which maybe in practicality doesn't seem practical, but to be able to learn how an object, how to make an object your own, I think is a really great, skill to learn so that then later i didn't even think about at the time because all this stuff just comes at you when you're learning right years later i fast forward years later and i was i was uh i was teaching a seminar out here in japan and i was one of the guest instructors and the other instructor was up to do some knife work i've never worked with this instructor and i've never done his knife work it's his knife work there are different techniques i'm learning these new techniques i don't know him. he's showing him he loves knife he comes from the gaylord method shout out to sifu john hojlo and um either way he's like hey can you work with this student like all right cool and we're working with the student i'm working with the student they they're his student they're using the technique and we do the drill and she says she says i just feel like you've been doing this you, you this technique so much longer than me that you're always taking the knife away because of how much experience you have with this technique. And I said, I'll be honest with you, I just learned this technique with you just now. Like, it's not it's not like, this is something new to me. But you're right, my past experiences have accumulated so that when I learn something new, it's new for maybe a few seconds, but it's very familiar, if you know what I mean. And I think that's one of the yeah. things that Kaji Kembo really does, which I'm really grateful for. You can walk into a place like you did, you walk into a Judo place, and you're a white belt, but you're not exactly a white belt. You're not the guy who's like running around, doesn't know how to line up, doesn't know where to be, doesn't know how to bow, doesn't know how to show respect. Like you kind of come in with this like fundamental base to not look like a complete fish out of water when you walk into a yeah. place, which I, which is really cool. <laughs>
1: and those those BJJ guys, they're no joke. no they're no joke. No no no, 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 no. so, so, uh, so for me, uh, you know, uh, it's been, I'm um, been in a, uh, in a journey to refining myself in a way, just because here in the state, you probably know this, we work a lot, and, 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 and I struggle to, uh, to make time for my kids, family, to work out, and now, honestly, I'm making the point. Like for example, going back to to, to uh, we were talking about. Well, I I I'm I'm working, I'm I'm getting good, so I'm, I'm good, and I want to work the technical aspect, but I realize uh, who I'm fooling, dude. I'm going to gas out in five seconds if I, you know, (laughs) you know what I mean? So I'm like, you know what I need to, I, you know, I I got a wake up call. I said, dude, you need to start working on your cardio. You know, I I, look at this yellow guy, man, he is (laughs) working, you know, you know, and don't get me wrong. I, I have to get close to people that are better than me or an inspiration to me because here I'm always, uh, I'm on my own, you know, I make time to train, but sometimes, most of the time, I'm just here to have the house, uh, just because, you know, uh, not a, not not every day I can go to the dojo, so I can train. I try to to be friends that will help me uh, bring my my game up, you know. So so I saw you. I don't even know how I, how I I saw one of those. those oh, somehow. Uh, the uh, so I don't know how I, I find you I just saw you through one of the those camera links and I'm like, look at this guy he's he's working it, and and the thing and the thing is that that you know it's great to see people working because you have a lot of these uh, guys that are you know they're the you know hotshot whatever they want to call it. I, but I don't see them working for their status. I appreciate what you do because I'm like, man, I'm like, shh, if I go in a fight with Jello, I'm like, I'm I'm gonna have to run by the earthquake or something, you know? Because if not, he's just gonna, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so, uh, so that's my, you know. So I have to get close to people that will make it better. So that's how. Sometimes I end up, you know, uh, uh, sending you a friend request. That's how I've been in touch with Kajukenboi uh, Guati. Uh, 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 you know, uh, that's why I'm in touch with uh, with uh, uh, Shrima uh, Michael Blas. O.K.O. Uh, there's a lot of uh, grappling. So, so for me, here's our, another curveball. I don't. Uh, all these people are so proud of their lineage and all that, but my point is instead of being proud of your lineage and, and always making a big deal of the differences, learn from each other and use it. That's, that's my philosophy. So, so at the end of the day out there, they don't care about nothing like that. So I see uh Caillou uh, Campbell, you know, honestly, all my friend, mainly friends are Caillou Campbell guys, you know, and, and I, I, and I love the, the mentality. Uh, I don't agree with some of them. It's okay we can, we, we can agree to disagree. Right. But what, but, you know, I, I got this, uh, you know, everybody's so caught up on, on, you know, uh, their tighter organization and all that stuff. And I'm like, dude, just remember at the end of the day, you're going to be on your own. And nobody's going to be there to, 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 there's not going to be uh, the organization, whatever you belong to, nobody's going to be there. Your rank, it's not going to matter. If it's a knife, it's going to go through you like everybody else. You're just a mortal like everybody else. So for me, uh, remember, I, I have my IQ background, all that, and, and then the, the, let uh, uh, the judo and uh, drew and all that stuff i use all that to blend but but i just and i respect you know each organization all that but you should use you should use all the different technique or mentality to to learn from each other so from for example let me give you uh, what i just mentioned for me i i suck at cardio right because you know, sometimes, I, I, you know, the, the, the American way. You want to eat and eat and just want to eat all the time. So so uh, if good I want to... There's some good food over there, though. <laughs> exactly. So so for me, I realized that that I need to start... Uh, you know, back in the day, I could run four miles and, like, nothing. And, you know, and then go, go, uh, go to the gym and then go to class. You know what I mean? But now I'm like... Gosh, dude what happened to the guru
0: days you know what i mean yeah what happened to that yeah i mean like and like i was talking to you about how like it's really good that you have that bag there i think really i mean one of the things i don't mention in the video is that that gym that i'm working at that is my garage that's not i'm not going i had i had and the reason it's there is because i couldn't just like just like everybody else i have i have a family i have a baby girl I got a full-time job. Um, I wish my full-time job was martial arts, but it's not. So, like, yeah, having that home gym really helps out with that.
1: So, so the thing, the thing is that here, here's what I will tell you, and, and this is the, one of the conversations that I would have with my We Will now. I said, you know, everybody wants to be the tough guy, but nobody's putting the work. And you know what? At the end of the day, you know, um, you're going to ask your body to do something that it's not used to. So, guess what? You know, it's great that you are whatever, but you're going to ask your body to do something that it's not used to. So, you better be ready. So, that's why, guess what? That's why I'm trying to work on being ready because I, it's going to be a sad day when, when, you know, and when you when you think you have something, and you just realize that you, you got your butt handle.
0: So yeah, and that, that's a horrible way to find out too. <laughs> so my one of the questions before I close up, I wanted to ask you a little bit about jiu Jujitsu. I don't know a whole lot about it. Um, I've read about it. I saw a Japanese movie about it that had a. It was based on a. It was based off a true story I don't, I don't know how true the story was but the original story was about a american um they changed the character in the movie to a japanese character but the actual original story was an american who came to japan who was in a wheelchair and he ended up learning aiki Jitsu as yeah. uh to defend himself and he was one of the first uh people that were what's the word i'm looking what's the what's the pc term i'm looking for Handy abled I guess would be the word and um, But yeah, he was he was in a he was in a wheelchair. and He learned Aiki Jiu Jitsu, but that's all I know from it from from the movie um, I, I can only imagine they embellish some stuff. So can you kind of uh, In your best in, in your layman's terms like for someone well, who doesn't know what, what what's it all about? Well, uh, what it is is um, Well, let's talk about Aikido. I,
1: Aikido come from Aiki Jiu Jitsu. So uh, long story short, um uh what's the name of the founder of aikido he he almost got uh, put in yale because he used aiki jiu-jitsu M- Gusheva, something like that i think so so he he was an aiki jitsu guy the art was so badass that the the judge had told him you need to change your way and that's how aikido came to, to be So going back to aikido uh or I use, actually that's the main focus I mean, the the there uh there's a lot of uh, mixed feelings with all that i'm going to tell you my personal uh experience with aiki aiki is just uh it's a flow it's uh, for me aiki has become like uh, uh meditating a uh, moon uh, you moving in a, a in a meditative state your ike is just something that i see it as like a i can see it like a tai chi something soft uh but it's funny my my ike is, is is different because well you know uh i make my stuff work that's really what i'm trying to say i usually is just a combination of a lot of standing locks and a lot of the tangies and stuff like that—it's—it's it's conflict just to just narrow it down. So the only thing that I can tell you about uh, um, the ikiz that I study is just that um, the way it's been taught to me, and and I and I didn't want to touch the subject, but you have to bring in the 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 lineage that I'm working with. We work a lot with Rioja, Ryu, what they call Rioja. Uh, there's a lot of um, Mental aspect, a gorilla warford and stuff like that. Uh, it's complex when you talk about IT or at least in my line is 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 really deep. Uh, this is the most obscure part of me because people see me and I'm like and they're like At Pacific my you guys I'm mean, they go like uh, You know um, the Aiki that I study is, 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 um, it has some background on, uh, Bagua and some Chinese. Uh, the only thing that I can tell you about my Aiki is that, uh, the name of this art, they, they call it Casa Rase the a windstorm art. Uh, so, so going back to the concept, uh, you know, you just move with the wind, right? You just move with the wind. That's the, that's the, uh, the, uh, the name of the art. so back in the day guess what the monk would do Would we'll sit in the in the forest and they would st- study the wind right so guess what the hawaiian did they studied the water so that's why how the lua came to be they studied the water and how the water break and and you know all movements and all this movement just came from studying the water the wind so uh um, the japanese people at least in japan uh a lot of these people uh, one time ago they did have time not not like today right so they have time to to study the wind uh people in the island they they study the the water there were some kata's that were uh, uh that it wasn't very because of the volcano so they would be like this they were smoking and they would go there's a lot of history with Caillou and how some of those kata were said, and the same with the Japanese. So a lot of this stuff, um, the way it was taught to me is that, you know, um, a lot of the monks, they will have time just to sit together and just try it out this stuff. So, of course, uh, what they did back in the day, only this will have a portion of the art. So, let's say that the, the monks were uh, have five arts, they will only teach karate and but then they were not teaching the other three and so and so so the ike that i study is 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 a mix of uh, what happened between Japan and 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 china and monk and, and long story short um, my ike has changed and have evolved um, uh, you know I, I do ike but then uh, i work with circles in line meaning that um i can do the big movements and I can do small movements. It just depends on how I, I want to ma- manipulate the body. So the biggest influence is being able to, to actually use IT movements and concept and move like a wing. I'm a heavy guy, I'm over 200 pounds and, and people can be like, Ooh. Dude, really? Of course, I have got side with five seconds, but hey, at least I look for the five seconds. I,
0: I look okay. Hey, the, the most important part of the fight is the first five seconds. If you can handle it, then then you'll handle the rest.
1: <laughs> yeah. So so I, I so like you mentioned, I, I talk about I just a lot of people that don't understand. So they call it Aikido. I said so. Let me put it this way: my Aikido, right? Let's call it Aikido. I can work, make it work in sparring. <laughs> oh. I and then. And then here, here's the best part I use, I have blend my Aiki Jiu Jitsu to Maya's Kurima. So my game, so, so I, I don't say that I have a good game, but I say that my, going back to concept, I'm, I'm being able to use my, uh, my Aiki concept because my Aiki concept, they were taught as a technique, I grasp the concept so now I do a screamer and I do Caillou and I use all those concepts against all this guy and they look at me like you you did something there that I didn't understand and and I would touch you in a particular way that your mind will go like huh what, 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 what? So, you know things like that 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 uh, you will have to be there to see it because I have done it, that I, we're sparring and I touch in a particular way, your mind goes somewhere else. And and it's fun, and it's fun being uh, uh, being able to use it in a sparring, and regular sparring, and then a scream So it's interesting how I blend uh, what I just mentioned, concepts, and now bring all those concepts to Caillou is even, even a uh, fun factor, just because uh, going back to Caillou, CEO, CEO's dad, uh, stepdad, it was an escrimador. And a lot of, uh, in a lot of the punk counters that you see there, it has a lot of uh, hidden flavor that uh, only a person that um, have a different point of view will be able to explain them, and that's the thing that. That that's why I decided to in a way go back to Caillou as well, because uh, a lot of this uh, my you just is cool. It's not as flexible. Deal, or the older the old mentality, you you know, hardcore and and, and you know, um, but Caillou uh, Caillou, um, I always like the uh, the mentality. I like the philosophy, and it, it my, mainly the, the people. I always I find uh, a good chemistry with the Caillou guys. I don't know why, yeah, because you guys are, sometimes you guys are, but, you know, but, 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 but I, can, I can connect with you guys somehow, uh, so in a way, I, I feel like I'm more Caillou than some of these guys, because I know a, a lot about history. Uh, I can break a Caillou technique down, and then and then you told me how you want me to do it to, uh, to you uh, within the five different kanjis, right? Karate, judo, jiu-jitsu, whatever.
0: And then, like you mentioned before, and for those, like I said, the, I came across Aiki Jiu-Jitsu uh, first in the movie, and then second on a research paper that I wrote. Um, and it wasn't like a deep... Research paper. It was just like a meta-analysis. Uh, I, I read a bunch of different papers on the history of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, and I quote a bunch of people that I found um, on this database. It's, there's some much better research out there. To my listeners, a big disclaimer. I, I would start with um, looking up at seven, seven, seven Kesting's work on uh, some people he's interviewed, and there's a documentary coming out this sometime this year, and I forgot the name of the person who's releasing the documentary, but there is a documentary coming out that does a much better job than what I did. But when I was writing that paper, Aiki Jiu-Jitsu came up as historically on the timeline before Aikido, which came on the timeline before Judo, which a lot of people don't know that Judo and Aikido, Judo is actually a relatively newer martial art. It came around, they really didn't standardize it till the 1930s. Yes. And then it changed some more in the 80s. They changed the rules and they don't allow any attacks to the legs anymore. That started in the 80s. So the judo you see right now is different from the judo you would see pre-1980, which is even different from the judo that was not judo because the judo wasn't established as judo until 1930s. So like you keep going back and you find Aiki Jiu-Jitsu a little bit over here. And Brazilian jiu-jitsu is like over here on that timeline.
1: Well, <laughs> just, just to go back, the, the Brazilian, they didn't do nothing new. Okay? They didn't do nothing new. They just improved it. They just improved it. So kudos to them because they improved the ground game. But the Japanese, it, it wasn't because the Japanese went to Brazil. Uh, well, they probably will be doing uh, capoeira they still will be doing capoeira you know and it wasn't for a japanese went to brazil yeah. so kudos to those guys but but uh, judo back then they had a ground game yeah uh, you know they yeah. had all this uh uh, katagat, uh kasagatami and all a and on all that stuff on bars and all that it's just that you know the way that uh you know uh they express the ground game is uh is uh it's awesome and then how well you know it, it just in brazilian is it, there's a lot of a long history there judo is a long story there um uh you know everywhere you look we, they're gonna th- there's a lot of history for well i, I like the history and, and and the thing is that at the end of the day um here's what i will tell you is that a lot of uh, uh and, and i'm sorry i think some people are gonna get butt butthurt right now and, and sorry guys I love Caillou, but I'm going to use Caillou because this is the subject that we're talking about. At the end of the day, uh, some people, uh, they're, they, they blame the in heart because they get into the blood hammer. Well, Caillou game doesn't work anymore. I said, well, dude, you know, uh, I, um, I get it that in 1942, when, when all these guys, when all these guys put this together, it just because they want to be the white man, they want to be the white man, you know, because, you know, so, so. A, a, a lot of things have to, you know, they have to fight those sailors. You know, they, they you know, do big old white boys. They want to fight the white man. you know, that, you know, Caillou was was put together because of that, because to fight the sailors, the, the white men, you know what I mean? So, so, um, there's a lot of stuff that, uh, that has been thought, but at the end of the day, bro, it's on you, bro. Yeah, it, it's, it's on you, you know, it, it's like, uh, uh, it's like, uh, um, uh, an, an uh, analogy back, uh, an analogy that I got from somebody um, some time ago is that uh, they were comparing a Wing Chun guy. You know, Wing Chun, you know, uh, Ip Man. Oh my goodness, it's like,
0: Ooh! you know, it's just. <laughs> and,
1: and, and don't get me wrong, it's great, but they they were comparing uh, 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 a Wing Chun guy. Versus a boxing guy, right? Because it's a, it's a, uh, it's a kung fu boxing versus a regular boxing. So here, here's my thought: a lot of us we just go to class one or two hours, three times a week, average, right? Give or take. For uh, for any practitioner, right? In this case, we're using the winching guy, but the boxer wake up at four o'clock in the morning he goes run five six seven miles then in the afternoon he goes and he goes and go he goes to the gym and gets hit in the face he's not there for the rank and all that and then this a lot of us we go to a dojo for two three hours a week and we are so we have this sense of security. <laughs> I look so good and just take me to their bro. I'm pumped. I'm pumped. But dude, do you think I really have a chance uh, with a boxer that the, the boxer is not concerned about getting hit in the face? Uh, the the box is not concerned about getting hit in the body. And some of this guy that as soon as you hit him in the face, you know, they lose control. They don't know what to do. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? So, so it's all about your mindset and mentality. What you put it in, what you put it in, is really what you're gonna get back. So, so sometimes things um, have changing, and we, we are becoming softer, and that's okay. But don't fool yourself, dude. You know, uh, uh, you know. So, guess so. Going back to the Wing Chun guy, so a guy that practiced, uh, one hour, two hour per, uh, three times a week, versus a boxer. Box is gonna take him any day and vice versa. If the winching if the person guy is just taking putting the time, it can go the other way, but at the end of the day, how
0: much you putting in? So you're going back to a really good topic that I've mentioned before, that um, I mentioned this my students, that style, your individual strength is what is what's going to be your rocket. Stefan Kesting, a guy I had on my podcast, he had a really good analogy. He said you can learn techniques, and techniques that come from a style, whatever style it is, is like the warhead on a missile. But what propels that missile is your rocket, and that's you, right? That's you. And, that, and how do you make that rocket faster? You put in the work. You put in the work, and then the rest follows. So yeah, that's a really, that's a really good analogy that you, that you mentioned there about putting in the work and I know some people talk about, I don't know, I've heard some people say, you know, Kaju Kembo, they, they haven't heard of it. Or the ones that do her, have heard of it sometimes will we'll criticize that, you know, it's gotten softer or harder. But I, I'd like to say that it just depends on what school you're talking about and what their goals are. One thing I've been really surprised on when I started this whole project was learning and meeting and finding out that Kaju Kembo doesn't advertise that much. So we're involved in a lot of shit, like a lot of people, a lot of big fighters. We've been there to train them, but we don't name drop. So no one ever finds out that we were even there. (laughs) Yeah. So, (laughs) uh, you know,
1: fun fact, uh, talking about Caillou, I want to pause really quick. And One of the things that I want to go back to uh, you talking about, and I agree, is that – it's funny and, and back home in puerto rico the uh, the cayucambo community mainly mainly has been in the west side i don't know why but the 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 a fun fact i don't know if a lot of people will know that but uh the cayucambo community always been a bit, really big on the west side i don't know if it's a coincidence but in the west side there's a lot of cayucambo guys a lot of the recruiting for uh forces is in the west side uh, of the island uh and there's a lot of for, for whatever might be the reason so it's just a fun fact for people that do uh they don't know uh about that and then going back to Caillou, um um i think uh we're in a point that that uh we have new people i saw uh mikey lopez working and i saw his panatukan and, and i'm like you know what he uh, it's nice to, to see people that uh, uh, Panatukan is the Filipino boxing. He brought that, uh, he makes it with his stuff. And that's the, that's the thing that I'm, uh, that I like to see. That you use the Filipino boxing, use it with the, with the Cayucan. Well, that's money right there. You see what I'm saying? Because you should be able to, what I call it, a match. Mix a match. Meaning you should be able to pick from the different kanjis from your art and make it work and make it work and then you know uh, so so it's good it's good I, I, I like i said i only follow i'm, I'm really picky to who i follow or who i friend request if you notice uh, i'm really reserved uh, everything uh everything has a purpose so i um uh, I try to look into guys that have something to offer to me. I'm, I'm in the shadows, to be honest with you. I don't, I don't, uh, I am. A, I'm always a student. I'm always a student. I'm always, uh, you know, uh, uh, everywhere I go, if you look at my pictures, I, I, I wear a white belt. If that's what you're going to wear. I say, yeah, I'm a white belt. You know, <laughs> I'm a white belt. And then, you know, they and then they throw a arm lock or a arm lock or a or number an and, I, and i escape and they go like huh <laughs> what is that i said no nah, don't worry about it i'm just yeah, i got lucky you know i uh, <laughs> so so the funny thing for me a uh, fun, fun fact that i will disclose here is that um in bjj they will give you a kimura for year right then Correct me if I'm incorrect. One Kimura per year, right? Uh,
0: it depends on the school, but essentially, what, what, I th- what you're touching on is the idea that in BJJ, you pretty much only learn one set of techniques uh, for years. You spend you'll spend your first three months in just pretty much one so, position, uh, like uh, learning uh, one. Not, not even, not even a kimura. Like you'll, you'll be learning closed guard for. Most of your first year there, <laughs> which is just, for those that are listening, so, it's just you on your back closing your legs like that's what they're pretty much' fo- they'll focus on one thing. yeah pretty much exactly so, so 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 explain so I will say
1: this, and I will share this with, with you you have to wait all the way to Blacklist to start learning to escape. I only can tell you. I'm not a BJJ guy,
0: but I can skate. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, again, going off of the differences between, and again, I I still have a hard time. And I've talked to, that's why I always, I've had that conversation. We're almost out of time here. But um, on the last, on my last number 72, if you want to check out the last episode, I just released it yesterday. uh, We talk about what is Kaju and we, uh, what's, his, what's the curriculum and when you start looking at it you start realizing it's, it's almost hard to say it's a style I, I would say it's more of a philosophy but um, but yeah I think that's, that's what you're touching on well Magdia we are almost done but before I wrap up I'm going to ask you a question that I ask a lot of people that come on the show if I'm someone who's never done any martial arts ever and I'm looking for a place to train where would you recommend this kind of a person to start Honestly, you know, the
1: the, the first thing that um, uh, there, there's something in your guts that it will tell you. So just whatever's close to you, go to that place and your guts, your you're really deep in, in your guts is going to tell you what it this is for you or not. Because the thing is that, um, let's be honest, uh BGN is not for everybody. Karate is not for everybody. Uh, Sambo is not for everybody. So you have to uh you have to uh you have to find your happy place because at the end of the day and probably to as, as a closing today it, it, we, uh, we have talked so many subjects and get out of line or whatever we we have talked so many uh, aspects of this to, enjoy what you do so if so if you just enjoy your punch enjoy the process enjoy yourself because at the end of the day dude this is something that 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 you you we have to we have to manage stress and and and, and real talk it doesn't matter what you're training we have to cope with uh being normal because being normal is a perception we have to cope with being functional and functional can have a different meaning for a lot of us and you are uh, you are a smart guy you have your you master's degree in psychology you, <laughs> you know where I'm going to right so 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 what are you doing? to stay functional we are guys we are uh, here there's something different specifically for people that train martial art. that is different the psychology the chemistry is different there's a that we turn it on and off we turn it on and off depending on what we're doing and that's what you uh, we all need to do doesn't matter what you do at the end of that doesn't matter you like boy scout just do what you enjoy the process and glow from it but at the end of the day you have to you have to function this for me martial art martial art helped me cope look normal look normal look functional and blend I'm saying a lot without
0: saying much, right? <laughs> I think that's good. I think that's a good way to, to – to, to a good way. I think that's a good message. So for those of you listening, follow your gut. Follow something that helps you reduce stress because at the end of the day, I'll add on to it. Stress will fucking kill you. <laughs> so so <Boom>. yeah, <laughs> so yeah, definitely definitely find something that will help you with those things. Magdiel, thank you very much for being on the show. Um, For my listeners, go ahead and stay tuned for the wrap-up, and I'll catch you all later. Thank you for having me, sir. Talk to you later. And that's a wrap. Thanks for checking out Social Jello with Angelo. Please subscribe to the show. Lots of stuff coming up right now. I know things are tough for everyone, but if you can subscribe to the show, I really appreciate it. It costs you nothing. and means the world to me. I'm going to keep pumping out these podcasts along with a few more training videos for those of you who might be interested in what I'm doing at my gym here in Japan. All right, well, catch you all later. Peace.